0: This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. This is your special post-Thanksgiving edition (laughs) of the Raw Rundown. We are talking everything um, that is happening in entertainment news. Hopefully some people are listening today and not everyone
1: is in a turkey coma. Uh, Adam, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I hope you guys had a great holiday. It's a long weekend. Um, but it, we are not taking off. We are doing a show, uh, cause that's what you guys want. But it was also one of those weeks where we felt like we, uh, I wouldn't say we wanted to take the week off or like we could take a break a little bit, but then we realized there is some stuff going on in the world that we feel like we should talk about with you guys. It's, I, uh, just I to fill you realize- in with what's going on
0: there were people in our like private Facebook group. they were like, Hey, so are you guys having a, an episode this week? Cause I kind of look forward to Fridays. And I was like, if you're going to listen, we will be there. Have no fear. So we are here to give it to you all.
1: Yeah. This is our top 10 stories of the week. Um, To fill you guys in a little bit, what happened in the world of Hollywood. Uh, it's uh, it's a fun week. It's not a long episode. You know, during the middle of the week, we usually do an interview, or this past week, we talked about, what, our favorite celebrity moments. But I'm excited for next week. Actually, if you're a fan of the podcast, you're going to love next week's episode. I'm just, you know, I i don't want to tell you who it is, but it's, I'm, I'm teasing you a little bit because it's going to be a really good episode. But this past week, we talked about our favorite celebrity run-ins and moments. Um, we each kind of went back and forth on our list. But right now, it's not about that. It's about our top 10 stories of the week. Before we get to that, Dax, do you have some reviews ready for us?
0: I got a couple of reviews. All right. This one comes from Ross Bergman. Love it. These guys have a great grasp on Hollywood scoop. Entertaining and informative. Love it. Thank you, Ross Bergman. Appreciate that kind, kind comment. Next comes from Mags Thom. It's two thumbs up, five stars. First time listening. Love the conversation with Craig. Will definitely continue to listen. Uh, Craig, I'm assuming from uh, what is it, Southern Charm or no? uh southern yeah southern charm yeah southern charm uh, okay
1: southern charm winter house summer house everything yeah
0: there we go there we go yes i'm assuming that's the craig they're referring to and the last one comes from hhg 2022 fun another new listener that found you from juicy scoop love your down-to-earth perspective on what you do well thank you hhg 2022 appreciate it um like we always Uh, those reviews mean the world to us so thank you guys to whoever is taking the time going over to iTunes and leaving those reviews all right let's get into it
1: all right Dax let's start with the number 10 story of the week
0: Uh, Number 10 story. This one is very interesting, but it is coming out of the Hanks household. So Chet Hanks, um, whose parents are obviously Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, uh, he opened up on a podcast called the Ivan Paychecks podcast, talking about how they sent him to a very strict Utah wilderness program as a teenager to deal with his addiction issues. Um, And this comes right on the heels after he had kind of called his father a poor male role model. Well, he didn't call him he just said he didn't have a strong male role model in his life growing up so i you know i it feels like he's kind of airing out all the family dirty laundry over the last couple months but anyway going back to this uh, utah wilderness camp he was sent there back in 2008 when he was dealing with addiction issues as a high school student he says he's you know 32 now He says that he woke up to a pair of large men standing by his bed, ready to take him to camp. Um, And apparently, it was like the guy said, you know, we're standing there. They look like a bunch of bouncers. And he's like, what the fuck? What is going on? And they said, you're coming with us. You could do this the easy way or the hard way. And this camp apparently put him through the ringer a lot of like early mornings, you know, traipsing around wearing an 80-pound backpack. Uh, He said, though, that they kind of used his parents as their personal ATM because the longer they kept him in and it was a really expensive camp, the more they could just keep charging his parents. So they were kind of like keeping them, lo- keeping him in there longer than he thinks he really should have been there. And I, I don't think he's shying away from the fact that he wasn't the best kid ever. You know, he talks about getting clean and sober is the best thing that has ever happened to him. And he does not have any plans and going back and drinking. Uh, but he does feel like that was a really rough time in his life.
1: It's such a, it's such a rich kid like way of dealing with it. Like we're gonna send you to the desert in Arizona, like or whatever it was. It's uh, and I'm sorry, this was in Utah. I know some other. I I worked in a in a golf club, and there was one of the members' kids who, you know, was very wealthy. That's what they did to kind of clean this kid's act up. And it wasn't drugs. it's just this kid just needed a little bit more discipline in his life, and the kid was just a little bit of a trouble kid. So they sent him on the same thing like a wilderness program. Chet Hanks. Is a unique guy. I mean, it's I. Luckily, his parents have stood by his side, and they don't really address it because you know the parents are very much more private. Tom Hanks is one of the best actors of all time, but Chet Hanks has been very uh, vocal about what's been going on in the the family. You know, his brother Colin is an actor and a very good actor has done some really good work, but Chet has just been a little bit of the. Interesting, well, they look at you him, know, He's a rapper. He, he's always
0: been referred to as like the black sheep of the family. Yeah, but, but that he also put like, that on himself. Well, I think he's also crazy talented. I just think that. Chet, when you think you have, Chet's
1: crazy talented?
0: Oh, he's got the the rapping. He's. I think he's really interesting. I think there's a lot of things to him that you take away, and he doesn't get the attention that his brother or his father gets, and I think that would be really taxing after a long time.
1: So, yes, it is difficult living in his father's uh, shadow. And listen, his brother Colin is an actor and does decently well. He hasn't become the actor that Tom was, but Chet has just, I think, I don't know if it's just what grew up with a silver spoon or just kind of personally struggled growing up with the, you know, having the Hanks as a last name. But Mm. he's also done some stuff where it's just, you know, you probably think Tom, his father, is going to be like, man, Chet. And he, you know, obviously he has to deal with it. I mean, he's got ta- he's got these crazy tattoos. He's got the rap stuff. He's kind of he's an interesting guy. However, he was very good in that Bryan Cranston show. That uh, I think it was on Showtime. It was like a ten episode show where um, I forget the name of the show. It Was on during. So like what the you're pandemic. saying
0: is he's talented?
1: No, I will say he played. A, <laughs> listen, the part he played on that show, he was Chet Hanks. Like he played himself, and he played it well. But however. It's just Tom Hanks has got to be like, fuck, Chad, not again. <laughs> you know? All right, what's number nine?
0: Uh, number nine, this is a big deal, but... Uh It looks like Dean McDermott is back in the family uh, holiday card with Tori Spelling. So if you have followed Tori Spelling and Dean and all of their relationship drama over the last couple of years, I mean, they had a really rocky time. He was, it seemed like, accused of cheating. Uh, He disappeared out of the holiday card last year. He is now back in it this year. Uh, It seemed like they were headed to divorce. They They were seen even outside of a lawyer's office with custody paperwork. In hand, well, it seems like they have been able to resolve all of that. I did see him post on social media, uh, I don't know, maybe a day or two ago, a picture of Tori and just saying how beautiful his wife is. So it seems like they are on a very good track to being good and back in a healthy relationship.
1: They've never addressed this, they haven't talked about it at all, which I'm very surprised. But however, the only way actually this goes into kind of what we've done, but yeah, I'm just surprised they haven't addressed this. Dean's come on the podcast before and it was a super nice guy, but they, they haven't spoke about it, but this is sort of a big deal because people and us are obsessed mm-hmm. with Tori Spelling. You know, it's funny how much we're, you know, Tori Spelling, which is kind of like a unique actress, unique person in Hollywood, but we're still obsessed with her. Yeah,
0: I agree. Now I, 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 Maybe this means we have a chance of getting her on now. No, we can well, reach here's back out is- to Dean and say, Hey Dean, you know, help us out. We're trying to get Tori on. We've got all of our listeners hitting <sighs> her up in her DMS and on, 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 I got to be posts. honest with Dex. Help out. Yeah.
1: I don't. So I looked back, I realized after we did this, I looked back, I'm going to talk about this. I don't know if we, it's- by the way,
0: here's the, here's the uh, holiday card. I forgot to put it in, but this is a holiday card. You can see if you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting it up. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube, well, then it's just a picture of Dean and Tori and all of their children. So there so you go. So I
1: think the reason why Tori Spelling and Dean haven't addressed this story is because they want to get paid for their story, and no one's paid for their story. Now we did this thing about two weeks ago where we said we want to everyone, all of our listeners, to kind of <laughs> to to hit up and to leave comments on Tori Spelling's Instagram to for her to come on the Hollywood Raw podcast. Unfortunately, we haven't heard back, but I realized I went through my old messages mm-hmm. and I reached out in the past. This was like years ago. I reached out to Tori Spelling about coming on the podcast and her rep got back to us saying, what is the what is the budget you have? What is the fee? Meaning she wants to get paid. She'll come on the podcast, but you need to pay her. And oh, I forgot we about don't, that. We don't pay people to come on the podcast. Everyone comes on. Um, you know, on at their own will. So, unfortunately, I know we started this thing where we had all of our listeners kind of ambush them. But unfortunately, it looks like Tori Spelling wants to get paid to Pay do to any play. interviews. Okay. Pay to play. So, actually, could we pick out a new name that we can have everyone kind of ambush? Well, who who else are we gonna? All right, here's here's all right. I have the name. Who you wanted, Tori Spelling? This is the person I want. Ready for this? Yeah. You probably know. I want Tara Reid. Dude, she's gonna be the same
0: thing hundred percent wants money. hundred percent, she's gonna want money to be. Yeah, but podcast. I think she
1: might be cool enough that she would actually do it.
0: Dude, don't get me wrong. She is cool as hell. Like people don't know how cool she really, really is. She came in and she uh, hosted uh, a at TMZ. She was one of the funniest like substitute co-host or host we've ever had. Like legit making me laugh um, nonstop. But I still see her being like. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll come on. How much? And we are poor, so we can't pay to have That you is true. On the
1: podcast. But maybe, like, honestly, how many shows are reaching out to saying, hey, we want Tara on our show? How many? Is Tamron Hall's show? Is Kelly Clarkson's show reaching no, out to Tara and saying, come I'm on the show? I'm
0: telling you, dude, she's going to be one of those people that wants money.
1: Let me know what you guys think. Leave a leave a leave a message in our in our private Facebook group off the record. Uh, That's our little inside crew that we all kind of communicate with each other and amongst yourselves. Let me know if you think Tara Reid's going to want money or she'll actually come on the podcast (laughs) as a guest. All All right, number
0: eight. Uh, let me find number eight. Uh, Wendy Williams, making her first public appearance since uh, leaving that wellness facility or having that stay there. Uh, she was greeted by tons and tons of fans. Um, this is about a month after returning home from that private stay. And uh, she stepped out to attend her former radio station's annual Circle of Sisters gathering that was held at Resorts World in Queens, New York. The event uh, featured her kind of sitting down for a conversation with uh, DJ Nick, I hope I'm saying that that name right. Um, but she was basically moved to tears with rounds of applause, gratitude, praise as she participated in the event. Uh, she was speaking in front of the audience and getting the first photos showed up on E! News's website. Uh, she looks good. I mean, she looks very windy. So there's still that kind of like deer in headlights photo kind of, you know, she always has like the big eyes going uh, where it looks kind of like just deer in headlights but nevertheless that's kind of her before after the stay it's just always been her look so i don't know how she's doing
1: yeah um it's uh i'll say this i saw the photos i didn't see a video but she looked good in the photos i would love to see her walk because last time i saw a video of her it looked like she even struggled walking so but You know, I think it's actually a good move that she did this kind of conference. It's like one of those things where it's not too PR. I thought it was like a good way of transitioning back into the old-fashioned Wendy Williams.
0: Get out and like be in front of people and, you know, kind of show that she's doing all right.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just a good event for people, good event for her. It wasn't uh, highly publicized until after. So overall, I think it's good. She went back to WBLS, which was where she got her big start when she was in New York. So uh, good job on her PR side. Hope she's doing better. Excited to see what she does next. What's number seven, Dex?
0: Uh, Number seven. Okay, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I don't watch... Uh, Real Housewives in Miami, so I'm sorry if I'm butchering this lady's name, but Lisa, Hoch- Lisa Hochstein, is that how you say her name?
1: Hochstein, yeah, something like that. Hochstein.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she claims she can't buy diapers or food for her children after being cut off by her husband, Lenny. Uh, you know, they've been having a, a pretty nasty divorce um, and basically she has now filed a second motion for temporary support from Lenny after access to his credit card was declined. So earlier this month, she filed legal paperwork, claiming she tried to buy diapers for food and for their kids but the payment was rejected um and uh all of this was obtained by us weekly so lisa alleges that you know her husband well uh, i guess estranged husband the plastic surgeon hasn't transferred money into his american express card for several months so she is saying that there's a clear strategy strategy now to um to force Lisa into submission by refusing to provide for their minor children uh, with any direct support. Um, and he is saying no 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 no, this woman makes a ton of money off of the show. Don't put this on my shoulders. go go look at her and he's actually filing paperwork to see if Bravo will release her her, her financial, Financials from Bravo, so he's saying that she's getting thirty thousand dollars an episode um, from the the Peacock series, and so go ahead and she can afford her own diapers and food and all of that. Don't blame this on me. So it's a kind of a he said she said situation going on. Yeah,
1: interesting move on his end. You know, he knows she was getting paid, he was affording her lifestyle. I'm sure they had a prenup, and now he's not going to pay to kind of live that lifestyle. So it's. You know, she says she's not able to afford diapers Yeah, and but he stuff, also had kids
0: with her, so they, there is true, that. If, like, I, if he really isn't providing for his children, I, again, I, I don't know all the details here. Like, I don't know if, you know, she's saying, well, he's not paying for diapers and food, but also not paying for me to go out to the nightclub. Like, I you know, I don't know what all she is running the card for, but I can tell you she is – saying that yeah, he is not basing or providing for basic necessities.
1: Yeah, so one cool. thing we do know, this guy is like a party guy. He is Miami, this guy. Um yeah. I have people that are friendly with this guy and he lives in Star Island in Miami. Are you familiar with Star Island? Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big yeah, one. so Star Island is like this little
0: Rosie lived and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, diddy
1: and stuff like that. It's like this small island. You have to go through a bridge to get there and it's it's all star it's all very very expensive you know it's kind of secure you have to you know kind of go through a security person to get to this little island there's only so many homes there but everyone knows Star Island if you're on the island you're obviously someone and he's known for throwing like pretty extravagant parties he has this big Halloween party that is just like insane has big DJs there so it's uh it's going to get weird i mean but this guy is he's got a lot of money he's a plastic surgeon in Miami he must be killing it
0: oh yeah he's like the boob the boob guru
1: oh yeah Oh, yeah. So we'll see how this one ends up. All right, Dax, what's number six? I know you love this story.
0: Oh, this story is so wild. Julia Fox saying some crazy crap. Uh, She's saying that she only dated Kanye West to get him off of Kim Kardashian's back. So she did this whole uh, TikTok video um, where she said, you know, she she obviously got with him before he had said some of his really crazy like just gnarly things over the last couple of months, um, and this was fresh off the Kim divorce. Uh, but she's saying that listen, uh, I, w- I I really like Kim. I like Chloe. I like Courtney. That they were. She was a big longtime fan of the reality stars, and that uh, they actually bought some of her clothes and sold them at their dash store. So she's always had a love for Kim. Um, but then went on to say that you know, she, she wasn't really into Kanye and that Kanye was like texting her and she wasn't responding to the texts. And then he was kind of like griping at her for like, you have bad text etiquette. And she just said like, it was kind of weird. And then she got this idea, this epiphany that, you know, Kim was kind of being dragged in the media by him. And so she thought, well, maybe I could help Kim out by dating him. And that would take the focus off of her. And he would start to like me. And then Kim could kind of go on with her life.
1: How insane is that? Is this is a <laughs> wild statement. First of all, she's talking about this. They broke up how long ago now? Like you're like four girlfriends ago. You were only with him for a shorter period of time. And now it's like, you're just like, it's becoming so dragged out, her storyline with Kanye. I'd rather you just be the crazy chick that's kinda like moving on. I, I don't wanna I'm done with like the this story.
0: It's it's just so well. Don't get me wrong. If she wants to come on the podcast, I will welcome her on the podcast. Yeah, I'm very but- interested weird weird crap that she is saying right now i'll
1: tell you what the smartest thing she's doing now she keeps doing all these she gets shot by the the photographers the paparazzi a lot obviously she does some interesting fashion her eyebrows are kind of unique so she she's like Her eyebrows are unique. (laughs) They are. They're they're very unique. She just
0: dyed them blonde. Is all she did. There's Mm -hmm. nothing unique about that. Whenever anyone dyes their eyebrows blonde, it just looks weird. Like Kim's done this. There's so many people have done this, but it just. I don't even know. It looks like your eyebrows are gone.
1: Yeah, I thought she shaved them, but it's no. It's very unique, but she also said some other things about like Kanye's privates, too. Like,
0: oh, what did she say? I did. I read that headline and I never got to the story. I got lost in something else. What did he say?
1: I don't know, dude. It's like something like. Okay, hold on, I'm clicking.
0: It says, the headline said Julia Fox gives a not safe for work description of Kanye West's penis. Well, in that case, we need to read it here on the Hollywood Raw podcast. All right, so the actress is more than happy to go into description about her ex's penis when asked about it on the Zui Sunday. I don't know what that is. Um, Let me skip through. Come on, I'm going to get there, guys. Oh, my God. Z shouted, hate comes in all sizes. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. In addition to Yeezy's designer manhood, Fox said getting a lot of clothes was an ulterior perk. Wait, what the fuck? Where's where's what'd she say?
1: Let's see. That's oh the crazy God. part. Is it? Uh, it was. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go.
0: He told her to make it smaller until it appeared to be about a foot long. When it comes to communion, he had her hands full, almost as wide as her shoulders. What? I don't get what's going on. I
1: get Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, don't it's the weirdest story. story. It's a story about nothing. It, th- See, this was such a clickbait article because she really doesn't even say anything. It just doesn't even make sense the whole story. Like that's why like Julia Fox is I actually think she's very smart as far as keeping her name alive in the press. And there's I think she decided she you know, last week we did the story, she said Dating Kanye West hurt her acting career. So now she's on this other side. She's famous for being famous. And now she's doing that route. She's just gonna be famous for being famous. She's gonna go that route of making money.
0: Okay, here we go. I get what's happened. Okay, so I'm I'm rereading the story as you're talking here. So this was on this podcast or show, they the host Ziwee I don't know how to say their name. Sorry. Um It was putting her hands apart further and further and further and said, tell me when to stop. And so at one point, as she was about as wide as her shoulders, um, that's when Fox said, hold on, make it a little smaller until it was about a foot long. So there you go. So that was what they were saying was that she was describing how long it was. Sheesh.
1: I mean, (laughs) talking. All right. Yeah. We've had enough. She knows what She's doing. All right, what is number five, Dex?
0: Number five, Jay Leno. He is discharged from the hospital after nine days uh, from after suffering the burns from the gasoline fire, and there is now a photo that the um, the burn center, this is the Grossman Burn Center, had put out. I'm going to put it up right here. If you haven't seen it, head on over to. Uh, I think I posted a photo in our private Facebook group. Um, but it's kind of also been floating around on the internet. Uh, You see Jay's hands were very, very badly burned. It looks like his neck, his face. You can see a lot of the skin on his cheeks, up into his forehead, like, he got burned really, really, really bad, um, but he is doing well. That's what I can tell you, and that uh, his physician, Dr. Peter Grossman, said that I am pleased with Jay's progress, and I am optimistic that he will t- make a full recovery. I mean, it seems like he's already doing well. He was out. He yeah. was waving at Paps the other day. He's getting um, gas.
1: Like He's like not hiding at all, and I respect that. I respect the guy like, listen, I'm burnt, and just kind of going about to his life and going back to even working with cars still. It's just... Uh, I actually think it's kind of cool. Like a guy is yeah. like, I'm not going to sit there and hide until my skin heals. Like it happened. It sucks. Obviously, eventually he's going to talk about it in an interview, but he's not covering his face or his scars. He's just like, we all know what happened. It's a terrible situation, but back to life for Jay Leno. So good for him. I uh, hope it gets better. I actually do like his show on, I think it's on like CNBC. It's like Garage with Jay. I don't know. It's just him and cars and sometimes celebrities. It's actually a fun show. All, all right, right. that's uh, yeah <laughs> number four this one is kind of
0: weird this this one is a really i'm going to file this one under what the fuck as well hayden yeah. panettier spotted out with her ex brian hickerson they go on look it looks like a trip following their big split in july but if you remember they've gone through a lot together um this a was the lot. one uh, they've been on and off dating since like 2018 This was the same person that she accused of having an abusive relationship following that like wild uh, hotel brawl back in May. Uh, She had told People Magazine back then, it was a very dark and complicated time in my life uh, when she was talking about dating him in the midst of her alcohol and opioid addiction. Uh, But she says, but a lot of women go through what I went through and I want people to know it's okay to ask for help. Um, And if you remember, they tried to kind of like maintain a friendship following their split. Saying making amends is really important thing that you have to learn in treatment, but then Hickerson he confirmed that he and the actress were absolutely not together in July after you know this four long year like just crazy tumultuous relationship, um, and it seemed like they were done and done. And and again going back into their relationship, he was pro- put on probation for some time because um, they got into this like crazy domestic violence issue back in 2019 he was arrested for it and then she got into a drunken physical altercation in their home in los angeles i mean why oh oh and by the way he pled not guilty and was ordered to stay 100 yards away from her panettiere only to be arrested again in 2020 for domestic violence um so why these two are hanging out together i have no clue like clearly not a healthy relationship Hayden, move along. Brian, move along. You guys, I, you shouldn't be traveling together, in my opinion.
1: They shouldn't be hanging out together. But listen, let me ask you this. I mean, first of all, I'll say this about Hayden Panettiere, I think is one of the prettiest actresses I've seen in person. Very, very pretty. And I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Number two, Dax, if you're a producer, if you're a director, do you look at Hayden and do you think because of this, because of her personal life that's obviously public and This stuff that's going on do you think not her issues but like her her relationship with this guy affects her yes work career
0: yeah because she makes bad decisions so at a point you go I don't want to work with someone who can't get their life together like I if I'm going to work with someone and I'm going to pay them to show up on set I need them to show up on set every day and like pull through you know one person that was actually really good at that was Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen was a complete disaster behind the scenes, but he would always show up on set, on time, all of that every day. And so he was able to hide most of his craziness. But like, I feel like with a lot of people that if your personal life becomes the main headline of all the stories, I I don't think I'd want to work with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you think of like what she's done recently and you really – you know, at times she was a pretty up-and-coming actress. She had a lot of buzz, and now it's yeah. But and then and you just see hearing these about two together. Stuff.
0: I'd be like, if I'm going to hire you, what are the chances that you're going to be in some kind of domestic dispute and get arrested again, or he's going to get arrested, or yeah, there's just I, I don't know. I would I would question your judgment.
1: All right, Dax number three,
0: Kelly Rowland sticking up for Chris Brown. So this is amid the like AMAs you know canceling of the Michael Jackson tribute Chris Brown was supposed to be a part of that he was supposed to I guess dance and sing to a bunch of the Jackson 5 and Michael Jackson songs and just kind of do this whole performance and then days before they canceled it and Kelly got up there and basically praised Chris Brown and saying I'm going to take this home for you I'm going to accept it on your behalf and there was a lot of people booing and she said excuse me chill out but I want to tell Chris, thank you so much for making great music. And I want to thank him for and, and tell him, thank you for being an incredible par- performer. I'll take this award and bring it to you. I love you. Congratulations. Congratulations to all the nominees in this category. Um, did not sit well for a lot of people. And I think the big problem here was that there was already, already so much of a cloud surrounding Michael Jackson and a lot of his legal issues. But then on top of it, Chris Brown and all his legal issues. So... I think AMAs ended up pulling this tribute because they were like, this is not the right person to do it. Even though, you know, before the Rihanna incident, Chris Brown was like going to take the Michael Jackson throne. You know what I'm saying? Like he was yeah. the one who was naturally falling into that Michael Jackson type category. And then after the Rihanna incident, he, you know, most people I would say turned their back on him. Um, and so they just felt like this guy, making tribute to Michael, this is not a good look for the AMAs. Anyway, oh, yeah. she then uh, talked to TMZ cameras where, you know, she just said everyone kind of deserves praise and deserves. Wait, by the way,
1: before we get to that, she yeah. talked to TMZ cameras. Set up shot. I mean, first of all, she's got her hair done. She's got, she looks good. The purse is sticking out perfect. You don't see where she's coming from. It's just like this really quick clip of her, like, and getting go. into her car. Whoa, 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 getting into car and she gets just says her comments about him it's just too precise and talks about chris brown but what does she say dex
0: uh so she basically says hey like like you guys need to back off chris brown everyone kind of deserves forgiveness and deserves a, a second chance chance and grace uh but like you said clearly a setup shot i mean i i think what happened was she didn't get the moment to fully explain herself on the AMA. So she goes, let me talk to cameras real fast so I can get a second shot at this (laughs) because it's also exclusive. And like you said, you don't see where she's coming out of. You don't see anything. And it's, it's just, it's too perfectly timed for it not to be a setup shot, which I don't did. I don't, I don't hate on good for her. Good for her for executing this perfectly set up shot because sometimes you got to do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think she did—it is it is what it is. You know, some people booed Chris Brown, and they have the—I I can understand them booing him. Uh, it wasn't that big of a reaction, but she felt like, oh, here's my moment. And I give her credit. She was in the moment. She stuck off from—she didn't have time to think about it. But, you know, people are able to have their feelings about Chris Brown. It's not justified. I mean, me personally, I I don't even want to get into my reason, thoughts on it. It's just, it is what it is. I wasn't there. On to the next story I think we're on to number two
0: number two one of our former guests here Cheryl Burke <laughs> she, she is now focusing on her mental health following her <makes> uh, 26 season run on dancing with a stars she is uh, hanging up the dancing shoes uh, she will no longer be on uh, the big show which is a huge deal 26 seasons is massive but uh, you know she's gone through a lot she is now sober she went through a pretty public divorce with with matthew lawrence um and she just said you know her mental health is kind of the thing that she needs to focus on now but it it also did sound like she would be interested in taking a judge's seat on dancing with the star she's like I, I i've made it very clear i knew len was leaving and i would be the one person i feel like could fill that spot i know this show better than anyone else so let me take a crack at it. It doesn't sound like they've said yes to that, though. She just has made it very vocal. She would like to do that.
1: If you were the producers at Dancing with the Stars, would you give her the, uh, the position? I'm, I
0: think there's other people that I would probably <laughs> call on
1: first. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you guys have listened to our episode with her and you guys put your comments on that. I think there, I think Derek does a great job, he, and I think you know Julianne, his sister, did, and she was good. And Derek does a great job, you know. And I think he's just a very they're
0: just different personalities. I
1: think. Yeah, I don't. Yes, I agree. I think she tried to play poker with them, and they said, "Okay, thank you." And, and listen, she had a great time doing it. She had she she did she had a good run, but now it's like if you don't want to do it, there's a lot of other dancers there that would actually love to take that position. I just. Curious what she does next, you know. And again, I, I, I know I she's going to focus on mental health, give, and I think that's important. But I'd give
0: Sharna the the judges' spot probably before her. Agreed. I like Sharna. Sharna was also a past guest of ours, by the way. She was yeah. awesome. She's just very sweet. She's fun and bubbly, and just a really cool personality. Good energy. I, that's what I want to watch. I want to watch good energy.
1: Yeah, and listen, I get it. You're going to focus on mental health but you also have a mortgage to pay for. So I don't, you know, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember, so, or, do you remember the interview when we were talking to her and she was like, I'm over by Runyon. And I said something like, Oh, like how close are you? And she's like, well, I can't give you my exact location. I'm like, okay. I didn't mean like, give me your address. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like trying to be chatty. Sorry. Yeah,
1: no, but she's, you're going to have to pay your bills somehow. And I, I get it. Listen, she'll probably, she's done very well with the show and I'm sure she's toured and, and I'm sure she could do dance schools and do well with that. But again, there's also so many times you could do the show, you know? Yep. So I guess she was like, all right, well, I want to be a judge on the show. And they're not, if I was a producer, so I'd be like, it's not your decision, you know? Yes. Thank you for your time. But Derek was a different type of person. He was a great um, spokesman for the show, if that makes yep. sense. You know, yep. and I think people get that that move or making Derek a judge on the panel. All right. Dax, the number one story of the
0: week. Well, there is no doubt that this wasn't going to be the number one story, but Todd and Julie Crisley sentenced to fraud and tax crimes. We all knew that that was happening. However, uh, they have now been their uh, Their length of time that they're going to be serving behind bars in prison was announced on Monday. So obviously they were found guilty in June of conspiracy to fraud banks from out of more than 30 million in fraudulent loans. In addition, they were found guilty of several tax crimes, including attempting to defraud the international IRS. And uh, so this judge sentenced Todd to 12 years in prison with three years of supervised release. His wife, Julie, was sentenced to seven years in prison and three years of supervised release. And their accountant, Peter, was also sentenced to three years in prison and three years of supervised release. So this is a huge deal. The Internet was melting down. Uh, Anytime that someone rich and famous gets sentenced to prison time, everyone loves it. I mean, it, not only that, it's like their whole reality show was all about the luxury cars and designer clothes and real estate and all of that kind of stuff. And so to see them go behind bars, I mean, people get a kick out of it. I I don't... I never really watched their show. It doesn't bother me that much. Um, but I do think if you're going to avoid paying taxes and then you're going to get what's coming to you because no one likes paying taxes. It's not fun. You don't like watching half your paycheck disappear. But you know what? If all of us have to do it, then you have to fucking do it too. So have fun.
1: Yeah. It's... um. I watched their show. I didn't watch every episode, but it was one of those shows you could watch every now and then. It was just there. It was more like background TV. Mm-hmm. I, I understood it. I got a kick out of it. I didn't understand how he even got the show because it's like, who is this guy and how did he get a show? Obviously they did have an extravagant life. It's I don't feel bad for them because at the end of the day, I think, you know, they're guilty of something. They know they're probably doing something that shouldn't be done, but they do have kids. And the kids didn't know what was going on. And uh, it sucks for them. Actually, this the daughter is now in custody of the young. It's like there's a young daughter now that's in custody of her brother. You know, like yep. that's a wild thing to do. And they're not going away for just like a year or two. Like it's a Teresa a Jude saying, yeah. This is a long time.
0: I'm like, sure it'll get cut down. It always does with good behavior and all that stuff. I'm sure they'll end up spending, you know, three years behind bars or something like that. But yeah, but um, it's still a
1: long time, especially like you're both, yeah, you lose like both your parents lose and your,
0: your kids childhood. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I also think like you made that decision, like you, you knew, knew the knew risk that if you got caught doing this, this could potentially be what happens. You know, so it's like, I choose to pay my taxes because I want to see my kids grow up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go to jail. So,
1: uh, well, now that, so the daughter Savannah, which she's like a young girl, she's now, you know, taking custody of her brother Grayson. He's 16 years old um, and her 10 year old niece Chloe. So it's, I mean, that's, that sucks, man. That's, that's wild. You you
0: changed the whole family's life by making dumb decisions like yeah, that's girl's what 20, it comes down i guess to. she
1: looked up she's 25 years old and it's just yeah it but you sucks. know what i also think it's like, sad it's there's suck. also it sucks and it's sad.
0: there's also a lot of people that their parents go to prison and they don't have the means to even like go to school or buy food or any of those other things so these kids are still in a better situation than a lot of other people around the country
1: Yeah, but also at the end of the day, too, I'm sure these kids had no idea what their parents were doing. They had no idea, you know, until it became a serious issue. It's like, wow, we're just kids; like we don't know what's going on. They're still growing. Think about where you were. It's just a shitty, sucky situation. situation. And now, guess what? Like, I mean, I'm curious. This guy's going to have some stories in prison. How do you think a guy like that, like that, does in jail? <laughs> not
0: well. Yeah. Guy, not well. I uh yeah. for his own safety I would say better keep him uh keep But he's going like to like probably a alone. good jail.
1: Yeah, he's going to a probably good prison. Like he's not gonna yeah. be I mean there's no good In prison, Gen-pop, but I, I, not, not at I all. can't yeah, I can't imagine him being uh yeah i am sure I wish we'd hear what really goes – hopefully he comes out and we could hear some really good prison stories and see what kind of a guy he really is and what his um i don't know I think we, you guys could read between the lines, so we'll find yeah you know by the if way you know the I show love, you kinda know what this guy's about.
0: I love how we started this episode and we're like this is just gonna be a quick episode, a post holiday episode forty minutes later we, <laughs>
1: we are i know so. Well, me and you are catching up, so it's crazy. By the way, shout out. I put it in the Facebook group. There's a good show. I think – I don't know if I told you, Dex. There's a new show on Hulu about the Chippendales, Mm -hmm. the creation of Chippendales. I saw one episode. Uh, I did see you
0: post about it.
1: It's actually really interesting. I like the way it's shot when they shoot old Hollywood shows like – I loved uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie, like that mm-hmm. filter. And I love when stuff is like shot in old Hollywood with that type of filter. And I just, I'm a sucker for that. Um, and I know you like guys in Chippendale outfits. So it's just <laughs> a win-win thing for both of us. But... Thank you guys uh, for listening. Uh, check out our Facebook group, Off The Record. That's where we get to communicate with you. You guys can ask us questions, but also you guys can talk to each other, and we just kind of learn things, everything together. It's like our own little entertainment news site. Like, you guys keep us updated. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at Hollywood Raw Pod, P-O-D. We're also on TikTok. We're on Twitter. Follow me at Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-O-L-T. Leave a review. We'll see you guys next time. Ahura Media
0: Production.